Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Got my toes in the water, ass in the sand Not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand Life is good today, life is good today Well, a plane touched down just about three o'clock And the city's still on my mind 
Bikinis and palm trees danced in my head I was still in the baggage line Concrete cars with their own prison bars Like this life I'm living in But the plane brought me farther I'm surrounded by water And I'm not going back again I got my toes in the water Ass in the sand Not a worry in the world A cold beer in my hand Life is good today Life is good today Adios and Valconeos Yeah, I'm leaving GA And if it weren't for tequila and pretty senoritas, I'd have no reason to stay. Adios and Viacomis. Yeah, I'm leaving GA. Gonna lay in the hot sun and roll a big fat one and, and grab my guitar and play. Days flew by like a drunk Friday night as summer drew to an end. They can't believe that I just couldn't leave, and I bid adieu to my friends. Cause my bartender, she's from the islands, her body's been kissed by the sun. And coconut replaces the smell of the bar, and I don't know if it's her or the rum. I got my toes in the water, ass in the sand Not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand Life is good today, life is good today Adios and Viacondios A long way from GA Yes, and all the muchachas, they call me Big Papa When I throw pesos, then wait Send via Cornelius A long way from GA Someone do me a favor And pour me some Jaeger And I'll grab my guitar and play In a lawn chair, toes in the clay Not a worry in a world of PBR on the way Life is good today Life is good today to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. v Hello, Patriots. And uh, so, there we go. Had to adjust the ears back. Put them normal. Yep. 
So Yeah, no, we're not going anywhere. I want to, though. Shit, I want to. Fuck. Well. Man, I'd love to go to Mexico right now. Ugh. I mean, you are going to Vegas in a week. Actually, a week from today. That's a good point. Yeah. I guess maybe I should let my boss know about that. <laughs> you haven't told your boss yet? Motherfucker. Kind of slipped my mind. Oops. Oops. I put it on the calendar today, though, so hopefully that'll be <laughs> Oh, fuck. Great. Well, because I booked your, ta- your plane tickets today. <clears throat> you know. So we will be there, folks. Yeah. We'll be in Vegas. We will be there. Ever present. I'll be ever there ready. for the, the memorial. Mick will be out there. To help get everything set up and whatnot for a week. So, uh, welcome. He's just welcome. leaving. He's going to leave me for a week. I, I'm still trying to fix my volume on this because I had to turn it down. But <clears throat> welcome. Welcome back, fuckers. Yeah. Awesome. 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 New people in the chat. Welcome. Yeah. I like it. Seeing some new new names on both sides. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good stuff. Hey, for all you fuckers that are coming out, yeah, this is what you get. Thunder. 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 Now, if you fuck up, you don't want to get this one. This is the United States Camara, for God's sake. <laughs> Just remember that. You don't uh, want that one or this one. What difference at this point does it make? Uh-huh. I mean, seriously. No, the one above it's the one you really don't want. Oh, this one. Yeah, yeah, you really don't want this one. For all the new people, you don't want to ever hear this. This is really bad. With flames coming out of their butthole. <laughs> All right. Uh, Crazy Chuck's saying that the picture's blurred. Uh, babe, what the fuck? What? What is that? I have no idea. You, oh, uh, wait. Oh, okay. Hold on. Stand by. Stand by, folks. There we go. There we go. All right. Is that better? Yeah. See, that's so weird. It says our connection is unstable, but we have fiber now. So I don't know. How and, we're and we're plugged directly, directly into it. I mean, in. there's no in between. I mean, there it goes. Okay. It's getting better. It's going up. Uh, I have a, there like, it goes. I'm now like, a, like less than a foot of a, of a cord. So okay. I can't get it any closer, folks. All right better there all right all right five by five fantastic i don't know five five yeah we're good all clear now two one three four (laughs) all right so problem with mexico is you can't get caught carrying unless you brought along enough oh very true ellsworth very true i you can't you can't carry down there um however i i do happen to know a couple uh i do happen to know a couple of the locations that you can go to and uh depending on your stature in the world be taken care of okay so i have my fallout plans as well as buggy as some of them look and feel it's a pretty good plan so, anyway. You know some people in Vegas that can take care of you like that? Because I don't think you can carry on the... Um, what, you, you're going to put it in your luggage? Well, I just talked to James or Phil. 
Yeah. I'll carry with one of Justin's old pieces or something. Yeah. Because you're going to be out there on September 24th and I'm going to be here on September 24th. And shout out to uh, Malorcus45 on Twitter for sending me this clip today. Okay. So we should really watch this because this has something to do with September 24th. Yeah. Okay. So so this is, I guess, a big deal. I don't know. Nope. Don't say anything. Let it play. It's, and I want them to. It's September. It's question. Is it a September 24th? Because it's, and we've talked about the Simpsons predictions before, but it's the Simpsons season 24, episode nine, which would be 924. 924. Okay. So just, just throwing that out there. Wow. Interesting. Very interesting. That number blows thing. it up. In Rome. Homer. Meet the Springfield Preppers. What would you do in the case of an EMP? Electromagnetic pulse. A burst of radiation that knocks out every electrical system in the country. Impending doom. What you reading, Dad? <laughs> Honey, everything's fine. There's nothing to worry about. When things go south, the sheeple will clean out every supermarket in town. Typical sheeple. So, what have you learned so far from our post-apocalyptic movie marathon? Guys who call themselves preacher or deacon are very bad. Water is money, unless gasoline is money. And even though lots of things are razor sharp, no one ever shaves. Hollywood has taught you well, my son. Here it is, Homer. The Springfield Preppers' top-secret mug-out retreat. Wow! Your end of the world is better than my during the world. Homer, we all know America's collapse is about three months away. Six weeks at most. There's always one alarmist. Anyway, when the four horsemen ride, we want you and your collaterals right here with us. And all our supplies behind a fake wall. I want the basement look cleaner. See, these are our bug out bags. In here, it's everything we need to survive. Survive what? The blooming kablooey. It's reassuring to see you're aware of the future, but... This is all a little creepy. Creepy? March, the apocalypse is coming. Maybe not tomorrow, maybe ever. But it's coming. And soon. I'm going to bed. An EMP? Oh, what that means? Hand scissors. Wait ten minutes, you get all the. I want both. <laughs> so wait a minute. Uh, apologize about the audio. That's not us. That's on them. Yeah. Um. But. So you mean to tell me that September twenty fourth there is an EMP? I I literally this is and my at response. the same time that there's an EMP. There is a comet in route with zombies on board <laughs> looking to eat human brains. I literally said, Damn I it. mean, holy fucking shit, Batman. All my favorite things, prepping, EMP, Wormwood, and zombies, all on September 24th. Does it get better than that? <laughs> 
Oh my god! Oh. I. I uh, okay, wait, wait, wait. Metaphor M said, uh, "TV third rock from the sun. A meteor is scheduled to hit the planet in September of 2015." Uh, TV Big Bang Theory asteroid strikes September 23rd, and it goes on with 20 references about the 23rd. Interesting. It's supposed to be a big protest in the UK, also on the 24th. Um, anyway, fuck. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of oh man it. Uh, is Tammy, we were talking up? about September 24th yesterday because um, Denver is giving out bug out bug bags. out bags like emergency survival kits on September 24th. And um, Kansas is holding an EMA conference where they're actually having a live demonstration of they're they're looking for a mass casualty crisis incident. actors on September 24th. Yeah. And and there was something else, too, on September 24th. It was uh, where it was in in Kansas, Oskaloosa. There's no, like, there was something else, too, though. Um, I'm trying to remember. Anyway. There was something I just saw today that really scares the shit out of me. Hmm. All right, let's see. Uh, movie Tomorrowland, Disaster Strikes on September 23rd. TVINCIS, Last Man Standing was the episode, Do They Know 923? No. no. Wow. I, I'm not saying that movies or TV predicts the future. However. They're all documentaries or prophecies. It, it, it's just weird how some of this shit just lines up so perfectly with those dates I, I, holy shit 923 yeah on september 24th is uh shamatra in the jewish calendar i think no yeah shimatria yeah that's it shimat you that was the same year in which jesus was murdered okay well holy or it's the same like What's the, uh, I forgot, uh, Shema, uh, Shemitri, what is, oh, it's the fucking year of, uh, oh, I want to say it's the year of the lamb. I, th I believe it's the year of the lamb again. And that is the same thing that it was the year of the lamb yeah, where they, they talking took the blood and they smeared it over the tops of their mm -hmm. doors. And, you know, Jesus was born that same year. It's now the year of the lamb again. Ooh, all of this is like coinciding. Like. A met metaphor. M also said movie labyrinth. That's a creepy ass movie. That really Evil consumes the world at 923 movie lost plane crashes on a remote Island on September 22nd movie castaways. Uh, it just keeps going on and on. And his birthday is September 24th. Look at that. The world's going to end on your birthday, metaphor M. Damn, um, that's some fucking badass uh, digging you did real quick. I seriously. like that. We need to, uh, might need What's to start that? panning out some projects and be like, hey, we've been trying to actually want to do a big show on this, but we just have not been able to do the Ellen Variant says has to do with letting the land, uh, the land life fallow and debts forgiven. Something about the, the Jewish calendar. Yeah. Is that what? Okay, well, that maybe I'm wrong then. That would be fucking could still be weird because I could have sworn Shimitri it was the same thing on. Well, let's look it up real quick. When when Jesus 
was crucified. I'm almost positive it was the same year or is based on the same year in the old Jewish calendar. Horoscope with the date 923 Drake's album. Nothing was the same released on 923 with pics and shirts with this on it. 29 song by huh thank you very very much pam d appreciate the cookie madame um I'm gonna, good do it enjoy your birthday no matter what okay uh shabbat ends on september 24th shabbat okay so mm -hmm. what Shabbat ends on September 24th. What starts on September 24th? Because they've got to be going into, um, uh, whatchamacallit. Um, Rosh Hashanah Eve is the 25th. Okay. That's, that's okay. That's what I thought. All right. Forget it. My bad. I, that's what I was thinking. Was, Cause I know like right around there too is, um, Oh, the start of uh, that Holy Week and for the Arabs. I just can't remember it right now off the top of my head. It's uh, Rosh Hashanah? No. That's that's for the Jews. No, for the Arabs, it's uh, something else. I, I Okay. It's escaping. Yeah, Ramadan. There Ramadan. Is. There it yeah. is. That's what I was trying to think of. Fucking Ramadan. That was the other one that Germany said uh, something was going to happen on the 24th. That would be a day that everybody would remember. Yes. Yep. They didn't imply what it was. Uh, so I, man, I, I got to tell you, I don't, I don't know. I do know. Yeah. There is, and, and people are saying, yes, we can all feel it. Everybody's yeah. saying that. I have heard that more and more and all more. All day. Um, I heard, uh, I heard people talking about it today saying the same thing. They were just like, man, what is going on around here? It's just like, people are snapping off. Did you see the football games over the weekend? Do you know how many fist fights were recorded? on fucking TV. There was like, people were just like fighting openly in the crowd. I was like, what the fuck is everybody lost their minds. I, I, I'm beginning to agree though. I don't see a way around. Yes. Everyone has lost their minds. Uh, Uncivil un war. Well, Joe wants everyone to buy an electric car. And join the union, apparently. Because that's working out so well for them with the railroads going. I, I, I don't know what to say anymore. I, I don't know if you can. I, I, don't, I don't have words to describe it anymore. So if you buy an electric car, a, a base, base, base model Tesla with none of the extras, like you're not going zero to 60 in 3.2 seconds or whatever the fuck it is, right? Like a base, base, base model used. It's like $60,000. Yeah. 55. Yeah, 55 to 60. To 60. Yep. Okay. But you buy it used, that means the battery is going to go that much faster. You know how much it costs to replace a battery in a Tesla? Probably more than the car. $25,000. Yeah. Approximately. 24 to 25, depending on the... the the Tesla at $25,000. Okay. You know what Tesla's warranty Wait, on the, the batteries are? It, it's, it's not the hundred hours. Yeah. Okay. And if you want a fast charger in your house, that's another $2,000. Okay. 
And a fast charge gets you to 70% in just under an hour. So 50 minutes or so. Charlie Robinson did a deep dive on this and his uh, macro aggressions today. I listened to about half of it. Thank you, Charlie. Love all the info. Um, and uh, But they say it will cost you, of course, depending on how much you drive it. And I'm sure they use the average of 10,000 miles a year, which no one actually drives 10,000 miles a year. Uh, it'll cost you $60 a month to charge your car. Okay. If you drive 10,000 miles a year, it's probably costing you about 120 bucks a month right now to fill up your car. But you can do it in five minutes can, instead of can, 50. You don't have to pay two grand for a charger or 60 grand for an electric car in the first place. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yep. Can somebody explain to me first, where did we get this standard of 10,000 miles a year? Moms, dads, you got school kids at home? Are you playing chauffeur right now? How many times do you fucking drive out of your way to go to a sporting event for your kids? How many times is that included in the 10,000 miles a year? Get the fuck out of here. I used to drive literally 12 minutes, nine miles to work and back every day. That was it, right? Because I worked like seven days a week. I drove nine miles to work and back every day and I still put 12,000 miles on my car. Where do they get a standard of... 10,000 miles. I, I just, I, I don't get it. I, I think it's fucking stupid. Um, that's retarded. First of all, this is my favorite thing about people with EV cars. All right. When an EV car is involved in an accident, mm -hmm. we don't start at that car. You start at the ones around it. Correct. Because you're not putting that shit out. You need foam, right? No, no. In an EV accident, when there's an EV car involved, 90% of the time, if it is an intrusion on any part of the cabin, you can pretty much go ahead and chalk that up to a, that's a fatality. Oh. No, they did. There's nothing stopping. With a real traditional car, you have a lot of metal still in a traditional car. There is tons of metal in that frame. Okay. I'm no mechanic, but if fucking engine which weighs about a ton why because you need a special jack to hoist the shit up and stick it inside a car and a freaking another jack to lower it down and the whole time it's on a big metal stand either way probably weighs at least a ton you got to put inside this freaking car yep okay that's a lot of metal still between you and anything else that hits you yeah that electric vehicle, there's no engine in that. What little engine it does have is centrally located independently ab above each wheel. How do I know that? Because I've seen a lot of electric vehicle accidents. They don't have a big motor. They have a lot of trunk space, a lot of usable room space. However, they don't have a big engine. There's a lot of plastic that separates you and what else is traveling at you at a high rate of speed. Yeah. Lots of plastic. Don't ever let me get an electric car because I will die. I'm just saying that they, they don't hold up well, folks, in car accidents. We we do not start there because we know those are probably going to be fatalities. And there's other life. If there's other life saving shit that needs to happen, we'll go there. But if there's 
nothing else and everybody else seems to be fine. It's that one person. Then yeah, obviously we're going in there, but we don't like to start there because we're pretty sure. I mean, especially if you have anything that rolls up over the hood of an electric vehicle. Done. Well, one of Joe's bots, body doubles, whatever was in uh, Detroit today, pimping out his inflation reduction act, green new deal, whatever inflation expansion act, green new deal thing. And uh, yeah, so um, play play this next clip, unless you have something else. Real quick. Actually, I wanted to start with this. What's that? Because, so I went to work this morning. Mm-hmm. Normally on my way in, I do my five-minute political playbook. Political playbook. Yep. Okay. Not this morning. It was 15 minutes. And I had to hear two people bang on about Ken Starr. Um, yeah, Ken Starr died in case you guys don't know. He died yesterday, yep. in case you're not aware. Probably um, from the jab. Probably. 76 years old. Um, who, uh, who knows? Jean-Luc Godard died too in Canada. Uh, I think Canada. Um, he was a movie director, but he died of assisted suicide. Hmm. What's up, Cool Breeze? Hey, Jay. So that's okay, I guess. Cool Breeze is back. Yeah. Now, now if you feel like you're a worthless eater, you can just kill yourself in Canada. <laughs> Hop across the border. You're not coming back, you so it don't matter. It's like... Well, anyway, uh, so I'm driving in and it was really funny because this is what I heard after the Supreme court overturned Roe versus Wade in June, the Republicans st stuck to a simple message. The decision merely sent was sent back to the States. It's not to pre prelude any national ban on abortion. Senator Lindsey Graham tossed that all out the window Tuesday, dropping a bill that would implement a nationwide ban on abortion 15 weeks I read this whole story that we played the other night. Last night, yesterday. We played right. last night, yep. They read this whole thing out. It basically what it boils down to is, as predicted. Lindsey Graham is trying to tank the, the Republican exactly. chances. Because he hates Trump so much that he can't bear to see anyone associated yep. with Trump win. And I was like, holy yep. shit. That is what this is all about. Yep. And at the same time, he's trying to garner some of his own votes. He doesn't, he's sacrificing the entire I mean, MAGA movement. I mean, this is how bad it was. This on one day when President Joe Biden should have been on the defensive after having a monthly inflation report come back hotter than expected, gave Biden an unexpected soft landing. Our colleagues, uh, Chris Cadeljo Cadel and Jonathan Limeyer Wright, that basically the one day that fucking Biden should have gotten his ass kicked right in the teeth because Lindsey Graham like walked this out like early in the morning. It was like, are you, are you kidding me, dude? Oh yeah. Nice little distraction there. So one more time, the Republicans shit. And I know in South Carolina, I, I know Lindsey Graham won handedly. Shit, I know there's not much of a choice up there. Please, Lindsey Graham was freaking John McCain's butt buddy. Come on. And that was after the gulags in Vietnam. Yeah, he's been a rhino for a hundred years. But moving before we get to electric vehicles, because this is also another... It's not really electric um, vehicles. It's more jobs, work-related, but okay. This one really hit hits close because this just came out like hot off the presses. 
So the Federal Bureau of Investigation has pressured Americans to voluntarily give up their Second Amendment rights, which is potentially illegal, according to disclosed documents recovered. The FBI officials and the Americans fill out a form. They said that the FBI to make it illegal for them to purchase or own guns forever because of a mental health condition. Yeah, about that. Hold on one second. A national gun rights group, Owners of America, is demanding that the FBI remove the records and the background checks database by October 8th and that Congress enforce the removals. We've learned that the FBI had no business disarming these individuals. They did not pose a threat to society. The FBI's actions were wholly unlawful. Uh, Aiden Johnston uh GOA's director of internal uh, of federal affairs told the Epic Times, 15 people filled out the forms according to the documents GOA acquired through the Freedom of Information Act lawsuit. The National Instant Criminal Background Check System is how licensed gun dealers can check if a purchaser can legally own a gun. The the completed self submission forms show that. People gave their mental health records to the FBI, signed to accept that the completion of the submission of this form will result in denial of my right to purchase to possess any use uh, to to use any firearm. There Isn't are that a HIPAA violation. Exactly. There is no time frame in the process given for getting back to these rights, which is what the GOA is trying to do for them. We have records of 15 cases thus far. For all we know, it could be. 1,500 or 15,000, said Robert J. Olson, an attorney for Goa. The Epic Times is uh, in the interview. The FBI tells us that persons were put in the NICS system mentally prohibited, and there's no way to track who was entered on the basis of this form. But the burden is on the FBI to fix this because it had no power to put the people in the system in the first place, which is 100% accurate. So, They're coming for our guns again. Second attack in one week. Well, since you started with guns, I changed the first clip. Well, I appreciate you actually changed it. Well, we'll hold off on Joe. I like this guy. And this clip's a little bit older, but it's still incredibly relevant. It's not that old. It's like right after you bought The right is full of cowards, but the left is just full of sick people. People will go at great lengths to politicize and weaponize a tragedy. I want to address the leftists out there that think this is a gun problem. We've had guns here since the dawn of time, but only in the last 20 years have we had mass shootings. Every single year, it gets more difficult to get a rifle, but every single year we see more mass shootings. But please explain to me how this is a gun problem and not a mental health problem. And you sick bastards, the one that say, how many children need to die before you give up your Second Amendment? All of them. Is that what you want to hear? Is that the sound clip you're looking for so you can dunk on the right-wingers? Nobody's out to solve problems anymore. It's all about dunking on the political opposition. To the right-wingers out there saying maybe it is time for gun control. Here's a PSA for everybody that doesn't seem to quite understand the purpose of the Second Amendment. Second Amendment's not for hunting. It's not for the range. It's not for self-defense. Second Amendment is leverage against your government. It's a dead man switch. Purpose of the Second Amendment is to live free or die. To the lefties, oh, you think you stand a chance against the military? No, I don't. I'm not stupid. Push came to shove, an AR-15 is nothing compared to an F-35. If it really came down to it, the first Marine who was a decent shot would probably take me out. The point is that they would have to take me out, that I will go down swinging. And most people are tired of saying that what happened is an absolute tragedy. When you hear the details of what actually happened in Texas, it's pretty tough to imagine. Even if I thought that abolishing the Second Amendment would somehow stop all school shootings, I still wouldn't do it because I'm not some emotional single-issue voter. 
You can't just look at single issues in a vacuum. You have to look at them with respect to everything else. There are more kids die every year sniffing fentanyl than being shot by an AR-15, but you'll fight to keep that southern border open. More Americans die at the hands of illegal immigrants, but you'll fight to keep that southern border open. So are you really about saving lives, or is it just about disarming your political opposition? After JFK, we beefed up security for politicians. After 9-11, we beefed up security at airports. All these tragedies throughout history, and we beef up the security at the places where they occur. Except for schools. There are 380,000 unemployed veterans in the United States. Most of them are working age, but a lot of them have problems because they feel like they don't have a place in society. They don't feel like they have support, and they don't feel like they have a purpose. So maybe instead of sending $40 billion to fund a war on the other side of the world, or spending more money so that children can learn about their teachers' kinks, we could instead put two veterans that are already well-trained in every school that would happily lay down their lives to protect those kids. To me, and for the people, and for the veterans, and for the children, that sounds like a win-win. And to all the fucking British people out there, we don't give a damn what you guys got going on in England. Not one single damn. You gave up your guns and the government hasn't turned on you? Wow, that's because you're a domino and we are the first domino. American right-wingers are the only thing keeping the entire world in check. Maybe you can discuss that over your next tea and biscuits. I forgot to mention all the people saying this is a Republican problem because they're all in the back pockets of the gun lobby. First of all, the gun lobby's broke. And second, all those people crying about the gun lobby won't say a word about what Big Pharma is doing to young people in America. So to all the anti-gun people, you're a liar and a coward and you don't actually care about children. And to the few real men left out there in Western society, stay hard. Well done. Uh, I would like to accuse him of plagiarism. Thank you for stealing my idea. You might have more followers online, so I could give a shit less, dude. That's exactly on point. That's exactly what I said. Let's arm some, some veterans. Let's make it a program. Give them a purpose. Purpose, place, and direction. You do that, he's you're done. You've got an employee for life. Yep. Prick will be around forever. And those kids will have help happily go to school. A father figure and a disciplinarian that they might not actually have at home. Yeah, fuck yeah. I, a friend. I just uh, a buddy that they can, they might learn some respect. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Wow. But uh, hey, no, he's right on. He's on point. He's I, I give him point. that. Yep. I, I, I like it. I think he, he was. Um, I think he's spot on. He, he hit it right on the, the mark. Uh, I, I don't disagree with him at all. Tammy. Uh, Tammy wants to know, was the jab based on party? No, Tammy. The jab was based on race. Where? Where are we? Down there. And in, in Twitch was the jab based on party. No, they, there's no genetic marker for your part, for your political affiliation. There is a genetic, genetic marker for your race. That's why certain populations have been significantly more decimated by the jab and by COVID initially than others. So, or from what we know so far, yep. uh, I mean, cause we're, who knows if we're getting real numbers, Tom Rents was actually just talking about it today and he didn't quite go far enough. And I sent an email asking if he'd come on the show because I want to connect those dots for him. So anyway, I, would you just stand by? You'll get your win in a bit. I'm, I'm getting there. Um, but who was that cool breeze? Um, that was uh blue collar Ben. Yeah. He does a, uh, he he does I, he does a YouTube show and uh, it he's good I, I I like his shit I think he's funny I just uh, he stole my idea that's all all right it's all good I, I don't care as long as it gets out there who gives a fuck who yeah. said it 
Hey. Who knows? I probably stole it from somebody else. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's for all I know. Great ideas are organic and they pop up all over the place at the same time. Say, they do. Mm-hmm. That was a perfect example. Yeah. Our logo. We showed up in DC and there was like 15 logos Every, walking around. All Patriot Party. Yep. Yep. And so. we were like, hey, maybe we should all kind of like get, get together, together on this. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So back to Joe. Though we didn't really get to him in the first place. It's sure. not very long. I never give you guys long joke clips. In fact, I, I pulled up, I downloaded the entire speech of his today. And I was like, oh, we can watch 20 minutes of Joe talking or we can watch 26 seconds of Joe talking. Let's go with the 26 seconds. <laughs> Damn, bitch. <laughs> Jesus. Why am I so pro-union? They don't give you the credit. The American people don't understand. For you to get to be, go through the apprentice program and other trades, you got four or five years like going to college. You get paid a little bit, not a lot, but you're working like hell before you get certified. And it's cheaper long term to hire you because you do it the best, it lasts the longest, and in fact, you do it with everybody. I really mean it. Did he just say... We do it with you because you're the cheapest and the cheapest is the best. Yeah, because if they. And they clapped. They clapped. You're the cheapest. Oh, my God. Absolutely. And, you know, it's true because. His eyes do look dark. When you you stay with a company, when you start, you know, say, uh, say, I, I saw this, my own experience. I started with a company as a line employee answering the phones for eight twenty five an hour. And I worked my way up to front office manager and then to eventually to assistant general manager. And I came to find out after I'd been there for eight years that someone at another hotel that was smaller than my hotel, um, didn't bring in nearly as much money as my hotel was a front office manager making more than I was as an assistant general manager. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Well, I mean, you worked your way up. That's how it goes. If you come in as a manager, you can basically name your price, right? They're looking for you. If they train you and that you start at the bottom and you work your way up, you're getting the lowest that, I mean, you're cheap. That's it. You're cheap. Took me a long time to learn that. You never discovered that promote from within is normally your best route to go. Yeah. Cause it's the cheapest. And yeah. you don't have to break people of other people's bad habits, but really it's because it's the cheapest. So what, one of the things I, I, I did love about the military and one of the things that I, I thought is like for any business, if you, if you've got a small business out there and you're getting bigger and you're starting to have like managers and stuff like that underneath you, something to consider. Um, one of the things the army did that I always took as a, as a life lesson. I remember when I got promoted the first time um, from specialist to sergeant. When I was promoted from specialist to sergeant, I was um, immediately moved for for no reason, mm-hmm. for no nobody told me why. I didn't fuck up. I was immediately moved, and so I got moved completely out of the platoon I had started out in. Like this is the guys that I've been around for. Ever. Yeah. You train them, you work together, Everything. your brothers, that's it. And I got completely moved. Yeah. Because they and respect you as a leader because I, you'd grown up with them. I, I went to the fucking, I got moved to another platoon and I saw the first arm one day and I, I 
I asked him about it. I was like, first of all, I, I don't know. What did I do? Because what are you talking about? He's like, you moved me. He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, what did I do? I mean, I, I didn't think I did anything. And he goes, you didn't. I was like, well, then why did I get moved? Well, I kind of felt at the time like it was a fucking demotion. No. And he's like, no, dude, we do that with all new NCOs. You don't get to stay where you were at. It's never easy. You have to start out the same hard road that everybody else did with a bunch of people who don't know you and you have to prove your way. You have to earn their respect. He said, remember, respect's earned. It's not given. And I was like... Yeah. Wow. It's something I've always held near and dear to. So if you're, you're starting that out, if you're getting, if your company's getting that big, might be something you want to think about, you know, think about doing not only that, one of the things I think is the best part of it is it completely throws you off your rocker because you have to start again. That same type of teamwork and integrity and, you know, that you had in your last job, doesn't carry with you to your next job. So one of the big things I've always told people is that like, if you can create, if you're the really, really good leaders, if you're a good leader, all good leaders are assholes and you're a really good leader. That is the tactful way of telling somebody who's in charge of you that they're an asshole. Well, and if, but it's true though, if all good leaders are assholes, then you either start that way or they, they make you, you let them make you that way. Exactly. That's it. And that that's the two points of leadership. And they're the two most important points of leadership. Something we do not see today at all in anybody. No. And when I started my job, even answering the phones as a line employee, I went in with the manager mentality because I'd been a manager before and you, you can't really go back from that. Um, so it wasn't as hard for me working my way up as it would have been for someone else. But, uh, but yeah, I was definitely an asshole on a lot of occasions. And it's, it, it's really funny because everybody thinks, um, and when I started out in the military, I started out in range regiment. Yeah. And no joke when I was in range regiment, and I hear the stories about guys today and I talk to some Rangers and I've had conversations with them and they tell me what battalions like today. And I, I sit there and I look at them in utter stun. Is it woke as fuck? No, no, no. It's, it's more relaxed than it ever was. Like when I was there, we literally did a, well, they're not allowed to cuss at you anymore. We did like a 12 mile. No, no, this is just in the regular in Ranger battalion, in battalion, not in okay. school, not in anything else. This is just in battalion. We would literally in a one work week, we would start out with a battalion run Monday morning, which is five miles. Oh, Ranger standard, by the way. So you can never fall an arm's length behind the person in front of you. And if you do your beret and your, your scroll gets taken and boom, you get it fucking sent out in your ass. Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, we would do a battalion, um, with the three mile buddy run. And in the three mile buddy run, especially in battalion, because battalion loved to do this. And we were so close to the regimental headquarters. I hated this shit. It was like our battalion commander was on all fours. Oh, look at what my battalion is doing. Oh, it was horrible. Anyway, 
we were we would sit there and do these ridiculous i mean this three miles is 21 minutes and you are hauling ass and you've got to keep up with your buddy and you have rba on and you're in boots and pants and you're running overland three miles yeah 21 minutes you got to do that with your buddy and you can never fall arm's length behind or you get scroll taken hat out then we get to friday and they do a 20 something mile road march you have no idea you get up at fucking three o'clock in the morning, you draw your weapon, you're down there waiting and they step off into the darkness and you have no idea how far you're going. You keep asking, no idea how far you're going. Just walk until you're done, until they say you stop. Yes. Yep. And literally we did that. And that was our work week. Yeah. You were fucking Saturday and you were Sunday. Smoked. You you, you, slept. you were sleeping or drinking, and that was it. You were consuming yeah. vast amounts of alcohol and to deal sleeping. with this dickhead or sleeping. But the whole point was is that's how they got rid of the people that didn't just that, that were just there to wear the tab and yeah. the beret. And now and now it's like it's but it, an NCO's word goes way more now than it ever did when I was there. I was amazed to hear what what goes on there now and i was like wow i mean just it's way more professional much more it's much more gentleman-like but the dickhead still comes out everywhere which i love because i'm sorry that was the one thing about rangers we were dicks we we're always you, dicks. you're still dicks we would say the most fucked up things at the wrong times that was well, the object maybe maybe all the people that are leaving the army right now that are actual true leaders that got that discipline and oh you mean men that that you got um maybe they'll join the workforce because all right this story caught my eye in the epic times and and i was like i i was like this is this is it now i understand because the numbers bothered me all right so we've been talking about the labor participation force numbers and whatnot. And we're like, where are those 600,000 people? Right. And I said, they're dead, which they probably are. I still stand by that. But there's more than that because there's 2 million people that have been added to the disability roles. Well, you don't go on the disability roles. If you're already retired, you go on the disability roles. If you can collect disability because you're in the working age, 18 to 64, right? Um, so where are those 2 million people? If we're only down 600,000, where are those 2 million? Wait, 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 wait. I, I, got, I got a monkey wrench to throw in here. Get this. Mm -hmm. I found this out just the other day. I was doing a little digging. Okay. I was looking around and it was really funny because we have that website up in our office. Yeah. It says that no one will ever get this, so don't even try applying. But that's the note written over it and dry erase marker. But there's there's a website. Yeah. So with a little scan cube thing, and I scanned it and I went to it and I was reading it. So get this. You mean a QR code? Yeah, whatever it is. Okay. Uh, the cube thingy. I don't know. Scan <laughs> cube thingy. Would you stop? Let me think this because this is important. Okay. This applies to what okay. you're talking about okay. right okay. now. Okay. Okay. So on uh, March 19th, 2020 the secretary for whatever for the unemployment act or whatever for mm -hmm. the national uh, uh disabilities act uh the secretary for the national disabilities act allowed uh, uh stature one 147.39 to take effect which stated 
a new subclause of unknown or undisclosed origin. So a disability of unknown or undisclosed origin is now seen as a true disability in the disability been act. planning it. Okay. That was my point. So, which we already knew that, but nice. Catch. But, but that's proof. It is. That is actual proof yeah. that could mean anything. The bumps on my dick could mean I got it from undisclosed or unknown origin. The so jab. I need to get disability. That's from the jab. I promise it's not herpes. <laughs> Although that would also be from the jab. <laughs> Good to know. Just don't give that shit to me. Okay. Um, there it is. The most important news. Uh, will the new Shemitah, see, I knew, S-H-E-M-I-T-A-H cycle be one of the biggest turning points in all of human history. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll look that up in a second, but hold on. So this article out of the Epic Times 1.3 million jobs were the result of double counting this year, a heritage economist says. Really? Really. So the monthly- You US, don't say. Right? Because I was like- Not there's, double counting. There's no way. So the monthly- And because I was telling you, I was like, a lot of these people have two jobs. They're literally counting them. They have two jobs, right? Like, because if you're working, you're working two jobs, one to pay your gas bill and the other one to pay your regular bills, or sometimes three jobs. The monthly US jobs report- have topped market estimates many times this year, including the July and August non-farm payroll reports, which showed 528,000 and 315,000 new jobs respectively, higher than what many economists and analysts had initially projected, especially because the ADP, the ADP payroll reports did not line up with that at all. And normally they line up pretty well. White House officials have taken victory laps on the data, noting that these numbers are proof the economy is strong and that President Joe Biden's policies are supporting post-pandemic growth. But economists had questions about discrepancies between Bureau of Labor Statistics data and other various labor-related related numbers revealed through the month. Plus, why has the Federal Reserve's quantitative tightening campaign failed to diminish labor demand? Several experts may have determined what is causing better-than-expected labor numbers. The answer may have to do with double-counting. So the non-farm uh, non payrolls report contained the results of two surveys, the Establishment Survey and the Household Survey. The former measures employment hours and earnings through sampled businesses. The latter gouges the labor force status of the civilian non-institutional population with demographic detail using a sample of households. The key difference between these two surveys is the methodology. Since the establishment survey allows for double counting, in other words, it will identify multiple job holders for every position, meaning that a person with two jobs will count for two jobs. But the household survey will only consider an individual with two jobs as having one job. So like I said, people that said they had, you know, that that had two or three jobs were only counted as having one job. Uh, so there is considerable evidence that this double counting has accelerated recently, according to E.J. Antoni, a research fellow for regional economics at the Heritage Foundation Center for Data Analysis. Of the 5.8 million jobs noted as recovered in the last year, roughly 1.3 million were the result of double counting. In August, the double counting numbers accounted for 208,000 jobs. So that August number... Of 315,000 jobs. Was only 100. Was only 103,000. Or 103,000 jobs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you really went around your elbow to get your asshole on that one. I was Holy right, Holy shit, I was wondering where you were going with it. I was like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Why, why didn't you just start there? Let's start with the bottom line up front, all right? <laughs> God damn. Uh, yeah, so, um, so that's terrible. That is terrible. And I, I'm going to guess this is going to have something to do with that. I hate so, right. Well, this is just about money and inflation and how poor people. This is why people need two jobs. Yeah, right here. No shit. Detroit Auto Show. He will drive an $80,000 electric car. Part of the transition the White House would like you to make. In fact, the administration saying everybody should go buy an electric car. Back to you, Harris. Wow. Tone deaf ah. and blind. Good to see you. Thank you. Harris Faulkner I, speaking that way about Joe Biden. That Amazing. That's a ballsy thing to say, because considering you're a fucking George Soros sellout. But anyway, I digress. My bad. I just had to yell at her because I really don't like her. Either. I don't like her. Either. I never really did. She just got on my shit list. Um, anyway, I digress. But. Don't worry about it. John Kerry's here to save this the day. This is why you need to buy an electric car. Correct. This is why you must have an electric car. You must have it. You must. Um, you said U.S. is ready to help if Nigeria is also ready to transition to clean energy. Can you tell us the particular um, help that the U.S. is ready to? U.S. is ready to invest and the U.S. is ready to help provide technology and technology assistance and work hand in hand with your businesses in order to be able to, and your government particularly, because the government needs to be a key part of this transition, but we're ready to work hand in hand Why to get a virtuous transition, not repeat the mistakes of the past. Don't build out an enormous long-term gas infrastructure, which is expensive and could wind up being stranded because the world is going to move to clean energy. And if you want to attract businesses to Nigeria, more of them, those businesses have made their own commitments to be at net zero by 2050. They can't get to net zero if their source of their energy is dirty. They have to be capturing emissions. They have to have clean energy. That's the only way the world will get to net zero by 2050. The only way wow. to get to net zero by 2050? Who produces the most carbon? We do. Yeah. Hey, so get this. He, he said that too. He said, we will be moving to energy efficiency. Yeah. We, oh, yeah. we will. Like, we don't have a choice. Like, you listen to me or else, or else, you minions. How dare you? Why are we all? I don't know. Why are we off? Are we off? Yeah, we're off by like 30, like 10 seconds. Holy shit. I have no idea. That's so weird. Oh, we're dropping a lot of frames here. Interesting. There we go. I think I fixed it. I hope I did. Okay. Nope. Nope. We're still lagging pretty fucking hardcore right now. Why are we lagging? I don't know. Weird. Weird. All right. Hold on, folks. I'm going to do something. We'll be right back. All right, folks, stand by. Oh, wait a minute. It fixed itself again. We're back to normal again. We are? Yeah. 
All right. Weird, weird, okay. weird. We Hold had on. a little hiccup there. The router. We were about to restart the router and I was like, oh shit, we got to say something. Okay. Right. Outstanding. We're back. So anyway, I got to share the screen again. Apologize about this. Yeah, we were. Um, I don't know why we went off for a second there. We did. That was weird. We were off by a good, it was more than two seconds, man. It was like yeah. five seconds. So weird. All right. Okay, pull up the next one. Is it better? Mm -hmm. No, we're still behind. Well, it's better than it was. It is better than it was. If we start to see it lag, oh, I'm lagging bad right now. Yeah, we're we're lagging pretty hardcore. So we're we're trying to balance it out. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what the fuck is going on right now. Whatever. Weird. All right. Anyway. The state of our economy. <laughs> what economy? Right. I think the other areas of the report were really somewhat worrisome. So let's look at food costs, which were up by more than 11% from a year ago. That's the fastest annual acceleration since 1979. Wow. So that's a big number. And then we look at shelter. The number isn't that big. It's up 6.2% from a year ago. But think about how much money of your household goes towards rent or right. paying for your house. So that core inflation rate, all the other stuff besides food and energy, rising pretty substantially. That's the worrying aspect of the report. Oh, that's the worrying aspect of the report. Oh yeah. All right. But go buy an electric car. Go 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 get one. Go get your electric car while you can. Because you never know. No, nope, we're we're lagging again. We're gonna play a quick ad before we move on to the next segment and reset our router. So. Well, it might drop the whole ad too. I don't know. I don't think so. But the stream will should keep going. Because we've lost internet before and the streams kept going. All right. Well, we'll play an ad. Um, that's longer. Play the play the Dr. Stella ad. I'm going to play Capital Punishment because that's a long one. So that'll give us some time because it's going to take a minute to restart that router. Okay, that's true. All right. So we'll be right. right back, folks. This is treason. Where is God? Officer, I can't breathe. I can't even. And hey, man. I'm Nick Searcy. On January 6, 2021, I went to Washington, D.C., along with multitudes of other Americans, because we believed that the election was stolen. I saw with my own eyes what happened that day. And what they show you on the media doesn't tell half the story. Here's the Capitol, and here's people going in there. They didn't show all of this out here. I saw people of all colors, races, creeds, Asian Americans for Trump, blacks for Trump. I even saw a guy wearing a shirt that said, fags for Trump. And since I'm from California, I knew that guy. 
We're from Iowa. Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm here standing with my fellow patriots. We all standing for America. Despite what the media tells you, boots on ground definitely say something different. There is a sea of nothing but red, white, and blue patriots. These are damn working people right here. They want their country back. We're marching for the Constitution. We're not. It ain't really about Trump. It's about us now. They're, they're attacking us, and we're tired of it. We had a foreign attack, and they had domestic support. This is about individual liberty. We don't believe the media. We don't believe you. We don't. We have no faith in our institutions. The FBI is now being sent out by Joe Biden to punish people. We're at war. They're hunting down Trump supporters like dogs. Let me say that again. We're at war. 147 days since my wife was murdered and executed. I step out, I have red dots all over my chest. They broke the door down. Put hands up, hands up, put your hands on the wall, hands up. I was in jail for four straight days. I, I kept banging on the door saying, I have never had a phone call. The sixth was all deception. The level of sophistication and tactic is immense. Oh, I recognize you from Portland. Uh, I'm seeing people from Portland here, Antifa. I was paid to pretend to protest. We need to come together as Americans again and remember why we started this country. An insurrection without arms? What are they talking about? And why are they lying? All right, All we're right. back. And we're back. Hopefully it's better. Fantastic. Seems like it's a little better. Seems good deal. Quick restart. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Good Gotta deal. pop out, pop back in. We're back. Fuck it. We're back. All right. Good. All right. So um my bad on that one, folks. Uh let me do real quick this because we gotta do this. Yeah. And we gotta do our tribute. We do. It's about that time. Well, we got 15 minutes. All right. Well, whatever. So with that, um, really quick, before we even get into anything else. So Joe Biden's secret voter plan. Um, are, are you all aware that he signed an executive order um, a while ago now, actually, as we discovered today, back in March? Um he signed an executive order. It was executive order EO 14019 by authority vested to me as uh, president by the constitution, and the laws of the United States of America. It is hereby ordered as follows purpose section one, the right to vote is the foundation of the American democracy, fair and fair elections uh, that reflect the will of the American people must be protected and defended. But many Americans, especially people of color, confront significant obstacles to ex exercising that fundamental right. These obstacles include difficulties with voter registration, lack of election information, and barriers to access to, at polling places. For generations, black voters and other voters of color have faced discriminatory policies and other obstacles that disproportionately affect their communities. 
These voters remain more likely to face long lines and polls are disproportionately burdened with voter identification laws and limited opportunities to vote by disabilities continue to face barriers to voting and are denied legal required accommodation exercising fundamental rights and the ability to vote privately and independently. Members of our military um, serving overseas, as well as other American citizens living abroad, also face challenges, challenge, challenges to exercising their fundamental right to vote. The Constitution and the laws of the United States prohibit racial discrimination and protect the right to vote. The Voting Rights Act of 1965 and other federal statutes impl implement those protections and assign federal government to a key role in remedy, remedying disenfranchisement uh, and unequal access to the polls. In passing the National Voter Registration Act of 1993, the Congress found that the uh, it was the duty of the federal, state, and local governments to promote the exercise of the fundamental right to vote. Executive departments and agencies should partner with state, local, tribal, and territorial election officials to protect and promote and exercise the right to vote. Now, this is all about voter rights, obviously. Yep. However, what it gets to is the scariest part of this executive order, okay? Goes through a whole bunch of offices. It says blah, 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 blah. Goes through all these who's administration, this, that, the other thing, expanding. Um, and then it goes into this thing that expanding the access to voter registration and election information. To the head of each agency shall evaluate the ways in which the agency can appropriately consist with the applicable law and promote the voter registration, voter participation, and effort that shall include the consideration of ways to provide relevant information to the course of the activities, services directly that engage with the public, including through agencies, websites, online forums, social media platforms, and other points of public access. Okay. Hold on a second. That's my thinking music. All were censored in 2020. All of those platforms were censored in 2020. So then I was like, wait a minute, what am I fucking reading here? And that's when it hit me. Then I went and I read the passage of this, which is all the way down here at the end which Joe Biden sat down with the directors of the following agencies, BLM. BLM was present for this. Who else was? Oh, the project office, the management and budget office was there. Mm. Schools, education department was present. Hmm. Anybody see things that are all connected for 25 Alex. Would that be a topic that I could say on jeopardy things that are all connected for 25 Alex, what connect all three of those, all, all of those things together. They're all left leaning. They're all left leaning. Hmm. Okay. Odd, odd because then they go on to promote Democrats that you have to give out the Democrat. Narrative. The administration office and election office of management and budget shall consist with the applicable laws to coordinate efforts across agencies to improve and modernize federal websites and digital services to provide election and voting information to the American people. 
with disabilities, those people with limited English proficiency as appropriate administer the U.S. state's digital service may support agencies implementing strategic plan. I'm sorry. The United States digital service is who? That is the federal government that's controlled by who right now? The post office, actually. Yes, but that is controlled by who, though? The president of the United States, mm-hmm. a liberal. So what message exactly are they going to push forward? That's a great question. Yeah. Each agency, if requested, the state shall be designated a voter registration agency pursuant to Section 7. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, it basically goes on to saying, look. Doesn't the Constitution say that the vote is per state? That the states, and specifically the counties, decide how every election is held? Correct. So doesn't this then supersede the Constitution? Correct. So then that would make it unconstitutional? Correct. So when's it going to court? No idea. But nobody knows this is going on. But it's funny. Why did it come up? Why did it come up? Well, the DOJ is apparently refusing uh, to turn over docs about the Biden plan to intervene in the elections in 2022. Back last year, the Democrats were doing all they could do, do to grab federal control of the elections. As you recall, they were lying their heads off about Republicans wanting to suppress voters with laws that passed it like the ones that passed in Georgia. The executive order promoting access to voting reads like a Democratic Party wish list of reforms and enshrines many of the practices adopted by temporary basis. I read most of them to you using federal agencies to promote voter registration, using federal agencies to inform Americans about voting, linking federal agency websites to state voter registration websites, providing voter registration and vote by mail applications using approved nonpartisan third-party organizations to register voters in federal agencies. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Say it again. Using approved nonpartisan third-party. Oh, like Stacey Abrams organizations. Yeah. So that you'll get six ballots in the mail this election cycle instead of three. So on previous uh, states, it was the responsibility of the federal government to expand access to education about voter registration and election information and combat misinformation in order to enable all eligible Americans to participate in our democracy. Anytime you see combat misinformation, alarm bells should be ringing that there's a problem. Uh, There is a problem here, Jim. There's a problem. there are two parts that make the heckles rise uh, using approved nonpartisan third party organizations and voters rights to register federal agencies. Exactly. To register to a federal agency. Let's all get on a list, folks. Who wants a list? I mean, we give it up already. You put your name in a phone book, don't you? How many of you have stricken your name out? You don't exist in the phone records. You don't. We don't. We don't have a house phone. If you don't, then good on you because you don't exist per the old standard. Now, today, there's, you know, you're online, your digital footprint, so to speak. Fuck. Fuck all that. So Biden's order demanded that all federal agencies send White the White House a strategic plan outlining the ways they've identified under this review that the agency can promote voter registration and voter participation. Who are they really pushing to vote? The illegals. No, vote blue. 
vote Democrat. But they want to register all the illegals to vote, especially in those states that don't require ID. Please provide your agency's strategic plan. Develop pursuant to President Biden's executive order 14019, outlining the ways you've identified your agency to promote your voter registration, voter participation. See, what gets me is where it says the ones that don't speak English, right? And that's when you go to the government website. And what does that government website in another language tell them to vote? And what does that government website in another language tell them to do? I mean, because it's how they phrase the questions that's so interesting. And I learned this in the poll that I took the other day because, for example, they were asking about abortion. And they said, um, Herschel Walker wants to deny women health care and limit access to their own bodies. And I mean, it went on like this, you know, against abortion. And, you know, how do, how do you feel about that? And I was like, well, I'm against the wholesale slaughter of babies. Um, the Constitution guarantees the right to life. And if you kill a baby before it's born, then that's unconstitutional. So, um, no. But it's how they phrase the question that matters. So, for example, when I'd say at the beginning when all of this race baiting started, if you remember, there was that big blow up about how the SAT was racist. Yep. It's because it's how they phrase the question. So how do they phrase the question? In another language, on a government website that's developed by an incredibly liberal administration. Do they phrase the question in such a way that makes that person that has not grown up in our culture and our society want to vote Democrat? Probably. Hey, these days, I, I I won't put it past them to do anything. Of course not. I mean, tell me something. How many of you can even believe that we're going through this right now? Like, literally, they're not even hiding it. No, they don't hide it at all. They're like, hey, look, guys, this is what I'm doing. All right, let's hold on. Wow, our timing is way off again. It's so bad. What the fuck is going on? Oh, we are dropping frames like a motherfucker. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. And you Let me see. see the trash. Hold on. I want to see something here real quick because I bet. It's us. It's it's our computer. Yeah, because we've got all that. No? Well, we don't know yet. Hold on. Just wait. No, no. It's good. It's No, it's still calculating. But that pops up immediately. It should be fine. I, I don't know what the hell's going on with it. I don't know if it's the internet, but. I'm Shouldn't fine be. as long as I don't want your mouth in the words. Yeah. No, we still have plenty of space available. Holy shit. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? It's not us. Yeah, I don't know. It's really weird. This is weird. We're having like major lag and I have nothing running right now that would, oh, you know what you have open? I bet. Yep. You sure do. Oh, I bet. That that's it. fucking kills it every time. Yeah. I bet that's it. I want to bet that does. And- Shut this one down just to fucking free up some more. Yeah. Telegram. Space. Telegram's a killer. It'll fucking suck the memory right yep. out your asshole if you're not careful. It sure right. will. See if that gets any better. Hold on. Let me reset my frame rate over here. Yeah. Hopefully that'll now, make it better. Hopefully that yeah, just went like super red. Holy shit. The fuck? I have no idea. Nothing is running right now outside of. Maybe it just took a minute for. Okay. I don't know. 
Nope. Whatever. We're still like five seconds behind. Holy shit. Texas Trout said, on your MacBook, check the activity monitor. It'll tell you what's running at max. Acti where do you get your activity monitor? Uh, it's up here. I, I don't know what he's talking about. What was that? What that I was the App Store. You don't want the App Store. That's not what I wanted. I wanted this. It's saying I need an update, but I'm sure that that update's going to require me to shut the computer down. Yeah, you're not updating it right now. We're not doing. No. Uh, what do you call it? Activity monitor. Yeah. All right, they don't care. No. All right, well, whatever. Whatever. We're, we're going to keep going, but it is what it is. Anyway, my bad. What am, what am I doing? Dude, it's so bad. It's horrible. What am I doing? Okay. Let's do our, our Justin tribute because it's about that time. Yeah. Maybe I can fuck with it a little bit. Well, yeah. So spark it up. Roll it up. Whatever you do. We'll call Texas Trout after we're done and he can walk us through how to fix this. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the hell's it, going on. I am, I'm for whatever reason, my video card is like maxed. Uh, that's the one they found is. That's so weird. It is weird because we had absolutely no issues with it. Um, Until tonight. We've tonight, not had yeah. this problem before. We've not had any issues whatsoever. It's impressive. Here. At best. Why? What did uh, Trout say? He texted me. He okay. said when we're done, we'll give him a call. The remote touch with us. I fuck. I can't believe this shit. Like we just got like fucking fiber. fiber this shit should be outstanding right now. I'm lagging. I'm skipping. Maybe we, well, thirteen hundred frames a second. <sighs> it is, is that, trippy. Step one: replace your Mac with an actual, actual computer. No, it's good. Now I don't want one that you guys can hack into, like no. with your pinky finger detached good. from your body. No. Okay. Anyway, essentially, 
Biden's trying to fuck with the elections. That's what you got to get. You got to get to look forward to. It's going to suck. Well, and you know how what? do we how do we know how it's do we, actually happening? How, no, 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 not that one. Go to Nancy. Uh, how do not, we know? No, we're not there yet because that's I, I I didn't know you were going to elections now, but uh, so we're we're out of. I'm already there. Well, that wasn't what I had next. So go to Nancy. So how do I know <coughs> that they're coming after all of us? How do I know that it, it's going to happen? Nancy said so. It's, it's pretty obvious when they, they're just telling you now. They're not even hiding it. They're not even holding it up. Let's see. You predicted that House Democrats are going to defy the odds and yeah. actually pick up seats in this recent election, thus um, retaining the chamber. At yeah. the same time, we often hear calls for generational change within mm -hmm. the Democratic Party and within uh, yeah. American politics generally. Insider reported just this week that this Congress is statistically the oldest one ever. If Democrats do retain the House, do you plan to seek another term as Speaker? Why or why not? not after that glorious introduction you gave. <laughs> Look, right now, my focus is on holding the House. How many times have I told you over the past year and a half plus that the Democrats would hold the House, despite some of the um, so-called conventional, so-called wisdom in Washington, D.C., saying that in the off year, the president's party always loses uh, Congress or, the, or seats. Uh, the fact is, that isn't conventional and it isn't wisdom because convention has changed. We communicate in a different way. Uh, we have a different reality here now in terms of our own democracy being on the ballot, our planet being on the ballot, the future of our country being on the ballot. And uh, also, we always believed we would win, so we always prepared for it mobilization to own the ground. Our distinguished chairman, Sean Patrick Maloney, began that even before January 6th, as soon as he was chosen by our colleagues to be the chair, even before January 6th. You can just imagine the momentum it had it picked up. Secondly, uh, mo mobilization depends on messaging and the legislation that we are passing has been very, very, um, uh, shall we say, encouraging to our grassroots. And then the third is, of course, the resources. It's, it begins with an M, but I don't like to bring it up. Uh, the resources needed to win. So we have been ready. So when the Supreme Court decision came down, yeah, they've been it wasn't ready. a case of, oh, if only we had known. No, we were ready because we believed and because we saw the urgency of it. Now, in addition to that, forgetting what we believe and what we were prepared for, the most important part of it is our candidates believed. They believed in the future. They believed in themselves. They believed that they could win in those districts. So we were in place with a great array of candidates, a few more chosen, just a few more chosen uh, since that decision. But the decision has really made a remarkable difference. But even so, our kitchen table issues are where people make their decisions as well. Whether cost of prescription drugs, the rest of it. But again, one's right to choose is a kitchen table issue in terms of family decision making. And so we're pretty excited about the prospects. We're, we, this morning, we were able to welcome to our caucus two newly sworn in members. Yeah, please stop her. I'm so done. Congressman Ryan of New York, 
She doesn't even remember uh, who they are. Um, why, why, and maybe it's just me, but why, why, why now? Why do they seem more disconnected than ever? I don't know, but we're lagging so bad that like, I'm just, look at the look on my face, fucking looking at Nancy, like that dumb cunt. Wow. We're so far behind. It's not even funny. Like we're frozen over here on StreamYard. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Can you guys still hear us? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So weird. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, they can hear us. Okay. Anyway. Uh, but we, Nancy- we, we're just having, I don't know what the frick is going on right now, folks. Um, yeah. We're having some weird issues here. It's not on my end. Um, it is a compressor issue somewhere within our stream that is failing miserably. Somebody is failing. Yeah. Um, I almost want to tell you to put the VPN back on, but I don't know if that'll make it better or worse. I I don't know. It depends if someone's, uh, fucking with the stream or not, I suppose. We can find out. Give me one sec. We can just do it. Because I might get an email immediately or else. Okay. Well, anyway, Nancy said that uh, they were going to win the house. When Nancy says they're going to win because they've got money, they bought that shit. They're cheating again. They cheat every time. That's what happens. And all right. And I had to have a conversation with our kid today. on the way to school because of what happened last night. Go ahead and, and play this next one. Is it, is it this one? Um, oh no, that's still Nancy. We already played her. Play, play, uh, play Mike. The first one of Mike there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anything? What? I'm checking what he was saying. Okay. Today, the FBI, uh, you're going to hear this, and you're probably already hearing it in the news. The FBI came after me and took my phone. They surrounded me at a Hardee's and uh, took my phone. I run all my business, everything with. Um, um, they could have just, what we've done is weaponize the FBI. Um, it's disgusting. I don't have a computer. Everything I do have that phone. Everything was on there. And, uh, um, and they told me not to tell anybody. Here's an order not to, don't tell anybody. Okay, I won't. <laughs> well, I am. So, there you go. I, 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 it's scary, but I... It's kind of funny, too. It, it's really funny at the same time. He goes, uh, he goes into more detail in the next clip. So, he came out last night on... Um, Hannity, right? Well, no, he first came out on on his own uh, Frank Speech yeah. channel. And then, then he made the rounds of all the TV networks. But this is the one he did on Lindell TV. Yeah. 
Apparently one of our sons was streaming. Anyway, then he goes, um, well, I got I got some bad news. And I go, okay, here it comes, right? He goes, uh, we're taking your cell phone. We have a warrant for your cell phone. I go, no, I said my whole company, I run five companies off that. I don't have a computer. My hearing aids run off this. Everything runs off my phone. I said, and then I said, if I don't give it to you, will you arrest me then? And, they, and I, I was just, you know, I'm going, are you kidding me? You're not getting my phone. And uh, he, he, so he shows me this arrest warrant. We're going to put it up here in a thing or not. This phone uh, arrest phone to arrest my phone. A warrant, a warrant for your phone. A subpoena yeah, yeah, for your yeah. phone. A warrant for your phone. Yeah, yeah. So he gives me this and we'll put it up on the screen in a minute. And I'm going, so then I go, well, can I call a lawyer? So I called, uh, I actually called a lawyer. He gets on the phone and, uh, and I said, hey, I, I'm not giving him my phone. And he's going, no, you should give him the phone. He, they, he goes, sir, we, he goes, sir, we have a, we have a warrant and arrest, or I mean, for our, a warrant for his a phone. And I go, I'm thinking they'll arrest me if I won't give the phone. But no, if you read this, they have, they would have, they would have done everything they could because they could, you know, the phone was right there. Believe me, they would have got the phone. Okay, you know. Um, with physical force, they would have got the phone. I mean, if that, if so, you know, I had to give up the phone, right? And uh, I go, like, everything I run, I bought this phone. I said, can we, I said, uh, this is my life. This is to businesses rely on this. Everything I have relies on it. I can't even imagine you can just take somebody's phone because they want me to be a witness in, in a, in a, in a, in a um, the Tina Peters uh, case. Okay, but I'm not a witness. They just want my phone. Wow. And so the Tina Peters case is the one in Colorado. Um, I think it was Colorado. She was the uh, um, election supervisor there, if I remember correctly. I was reading something about it the other day. I want to I say that's Colorado. I think they're also going after the lady that um, in Georgia – that remember she brought those people in to see how the system could be corrupted. Yep. Yeah. And then they're saying that it was hacked that day and they're blaming her for it. Yeah. So that's, that's getting rough, but yeah, I, it is. I did name this. Uh, everyone needs a good night's sleep for a reason. So if you want to support the show and support Mike in his fight against tyranny, since now the FBI is raiding him because they wanted his phone, you can go to mypillow.com slash defiant, use promo code defiant, save up 66% on anything at uh, MyPillow or my store. Yeah. Yep. And also, you know, also remember our phone numbers, our personal correspondence with Mike are on that phone. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to have a conversation with our son this morning on the way to school, very early this morning, our teenager. And I said, hey, so uh, Mike Lindell got raided last night. He had his phone taken away from him. And, um, you know, they're going after the, they they issued upwards of 50 subpoenas. Now we're hearing for people that were close to Trump. And if they follow history, because we've seen this before. Yes, we're still frozen. Um, then the next one they come after are the the influencers, the mid-level ones, the, the ones that are dissenting 
like us. So I told him, like, look, if the FBI shows up, the FBI, if the FBI comes here, stay calm, keep your brother calm, call your grandmother, call your uncle. That's a pretty ridiculous conversation that I have to have with our teenager. But on the other hand, it brought to mind what some of my black friends have told me that, you know, the conversation that their parents had with them when they were kids and that they have with their kids when they become teenagers and start driving about the cops. Yep. Now they're coming for us. Yeah, dude, Mick is totally, I can, we can see us frozen on the stream yard stream. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it's pretty funny. So, but yeah, it, it is a, a crazy, horrible conversation to have to have with your children. So, um, but you know, we talk about all this stuff and, and what we've been talking about for a while now, what's looming here in the next couple of weeks might be coming sooner than we thought. And I have a theory on this. And I've been talking to a new friend, Ed, shout out to Ed, um, about this because he's a trucker and he's got friends that are working on the railroads. And uh, that that strike is coming. And actually, I got news right after we started the show because it went to Congress. The only one now that can intervene is Congress. And the Republicans put up a bill to stop the strike and the Democrats shot it down. So go ahead and play this next clip. Hey. Well, last night we started the show reporting that they had pushed away from the table. Mm -hmm. And only Congress could stop it. Co only Congress could step Holy in and stop it. Holy fuck. Yeah. And uh, literally. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is really bad. Really, really bad. Really bad. Yeah. No, there. Uh, Which one? This one? Um, The top right. This yeah, one. That one. I have it queued up to the, the correct time that they're talking about it. All right. Shit. Yeah, we really are. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, the stock right now is still up, Thank though, you. two and three quarters percent. Uh, just when it looked like the supply chain crisis was easing with parts of the system getting back to normal, there's a new threat to the system. We are just three days away from a potential massive rail strike. Both the union and management are about to exhaust a mandated 30-day cooling-off period. What could a strike mean? It'll mean that everything from cars to chemicals to energy to food to fertilizer could be stuck in rail yards, causing billions in damages to the economy each and every day. This is yet another part of the inflation challenge. CNBC's Lorianne Larocco has been covering the talks. Uh, Lorianne, where do things stand right now? Well, we have new news this evening, uh, Melissa. And so the Association of Railroads spoke with me saying that if a d an agreement is not made by Friday, they are not locking out the workers. And that's really important. So it really is up to the workers if they want to come to work on Friday. The other thing is I am seeing a change in tone, if you will. Union Pacific, their, uh, their comment 24 hours ago was much more corporate saying that they were looking to have 
um, an expedited uh, decision made. Now you see more warmth coming into this where they're saying that they understand their employees and that they're in active discussions when it comes to this uh, this whole measure of them wanting to have unpaid days off so they can go to the doctor. So does that warmth mean, in your view, that that it's just going to be more difficult for them to come to agreement and so they have to sort of be a little nicer to the other side, so to speak? From what insiders are telling me with knowledge of the negotiations right now, they the railroads are trying to have a more conciliatory tone. Um, I'm hoping, based on my discussions with the head of the labor union who said, if we don't get these free days off, so to speak, we're going to strike. I'm hoping that we're trying to see some sort of meet in the middle. Yeah. Um, just quickly, Lorianne, if it happens, could other workers strike in sympathy? Could this be much more than just rail workers striking? Absolutely. Uh, you know, there are other railroad workers and other aspects of the of the uh, the industry, like the ports. And so we are hearing that there are some possible strikes that could uh, that could arise at some ports around the nation. Yeah, and we know that hazardous materials, already those shipments have been halted. What's next here? Um, pretty much you've got frozen foods. So starting tomorrow, you're not going to have, BNSF is actually going to start rejecting um, these refrigerator cars to going into the port. You also have Amtrak stopping certain passenger lines. And Canadian Railways, they've actually stopped uh, receiving exports as of the 15th. So there really is a trickle-down effect, if you will. And remember, mm. trade is very hard to turn off and to turn back on. So every time you have something shut down, it just adds to the, uh, the restart time, if you will. Yeah. Lorianne, thanks so much. Lorianne LaRocca with the very latest on this rail strike. Brian Kelly, it feels like investors aren't really factoring this in too much uh, in terms of what it could mean for even just the consumer at the grocery store. I mean, psychologically, you're paying more for everything and then you might be paying even more because it's in shortage. <laughs> yeah, you can't get it, even if you want to pay more. So, yeah, I do think this is a big risk on the horizon that a lot of people aren't looking at. I mean, the hope is that they come to the sides. There's been some very tough talk, particularly from the union side. Uh, the letter that they sent this weekend was was, you know, pretty tough talk out there. So I think they're very serious. Um, and to your point is that, listen, if they they're already shutting this off. So this is going to have a little bit of an impact because they're shutting this down. It takes days and weeks to turn this stuff around. So you really hope you don't get it. But in, in the bigger picture, this is exactly why inflation is sticky. They're getting wage increases, and every union out there is getting wage increases at this point. Therefore, your demand, at least for the stuff that you need, like oil and gasoline and heat, probably stays relatively stable, which means prices stay pretty high. Then you, if you add in some kind of supply chain shortage, then you're definitely going to have a longer-term inflation impact. So this whole story wraps a lot into it, but you have to watch it for this Friday. So, Amtrak is canceling all long-distance trains starting tomorrow to avoid possible passenger disruptions while en route. Okay? So, such an interruption could significantly impact intercity passenger rail service as Amtrak operates 
almost all of our 21,000 route miles outside the Northeast quarter on track owned, maintained, and dispatched by freight railroads. I've told you guys before that um, any train south of the Mason-Dixon line has to give way to freight trains. All passenger trains have to give way to freight trains. And that's that's what this is. So basically, Am- Amtrak's like, we're just, we're just not doing it. So if you had a Amtrak train ride scheduled to go from New York to Savannah, it's canceled. Okay. On top of that, who are they going to? Well, hold on. Actually, U.S. Railways to halt grain shipments ahead of potential shutdowns. They're halting grain shipments. Some U.S. railroads will start halting crop shipments on Thursday, tomorrow, a day ahead of potential work stoppage. An agriculture association and sources at two grain cooperatives said on Tuesday, threatening exports and feed deliveries for livestock. They're going to start having to slaughter their animals, any that they had left, because they're not going to be able to get food for them. Wait, wait. Wait, you're not going to be able to get food for them. Oh, no, I'm good. I grow my food for the animals. Okay. Yeah, no, our our animals eat. We got months worth of dog food. The ducks and the chickens can live off of gardens, and I grow mealworms and all kinds of nasty shit for them. So they can eat the bugs out of the gardens. The chickens will be fine. Um, And I'll probably go stack up on a couple bags of food here tomorrow yeah. from tractor supply. Cause I'm, I'm getting a little low. You might, uh, I, I thrown it out there folks. Yeah. We're getting. Yeah. I, I'll probably go buy a couple extra bags of dog food too from tractor supply, just because I don't know that our next chewy shipment will come. So, and those dogs eat a lot. They're big. And then on top of that, so who, who are they going to fall back on? to pick up the slack when the trains go on strike. Truck drivers. Truck drivers. Yeah. Yeah. On electric trucks. Trucking group warns of dire consequences for supply chain if massive railroad strike happens next week. So on Friday, last Friday, the American Trucking Association told lawmakers that a looming railroad workers strike could have a devastating impact on the U.S. trucking industry and the supply chain at large. Um, oh, and this is the letter they were talking about in a September 9th letter to congressional leaders. ATA president Chris Spear asked that they prepared to take swift action to avoid a debilitating and unnecessary labor disruption that could cost the country billions each day. It's like $2 billion an hour while trucking and rail companies compete for ground freight. Trucking is also the largest customer of the rail industry. And both industries rely on one another to keep our supply chains healthy and efficient. We deliver the last mile of virtually every product that rail transports. Idling all 7,000 long-distance daily freight trains in the U.S. would require more than 460,000 additional long-haul trucks every day, which is not possible based on equipment availability and an existing shortage of 80,000 drivers. As such, any rail service disruption will create havoc in the supply chain and fuel inflationary pressures across the board. Additional insecurity placed on the still fragile U.S. supply chain as we recover from COVID and other supply chain stressors and move towards the holiday season will harm the economy at large and individual Americans. It is therefore vital that agreements be finalized for all contracts before the end of the cooling off period. 
Congress could act to prevent a labor stoppage by either implementing another cooling off period or by intervening to implement a contract, which they declined to do today. Uh, the ATA pointed out that another cooling off period could result in a railroad strike in October or November, which the group said could be arguably worse than one next week due to pressures placed on supply chains by the holidays. Yeah. So, um, and then one of the unions representing the U.S. rail workers has voted to authorize a strike. The International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers, IAM members, voted to reject a tentative agreement with the railroads, the union said in a statement on September 14th. While the approximately 4,900 members also voted to authorize a strike, they agreed to delay the strike until September 29th to enable talks to continue toward an agreement that members would accept. Um, that doesn't mean that they are all necessarily going to show up to work on Friday, however. So I don't know why we're still frozen. I don't know what I, the fuck's going on. I'm hold on. Uh, we'll be back in just a minute. Go play another ad. Uh, what play, I, play the my pillow ad. Which one? They not that one. The new one. The defiant all sleep, all season slipper. These are the best. All right. Hello, okay. I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are. Did it go? No. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer, and it won't last long, so order now. Okay. Okay, we'll see if that worked. No, it's not. Maybe. I don't think. I don't know. A tiny little bit better. Maybe. Whatever. All right. Well... Let's get this done. Let's get out of here because this this shit sucks right now. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, it's got to be something with our computer, I think. I don't know. Okay. Well, we're we're gonna play three quick clips because uh, fun ones because the clips seem to be working okay. Play play AOC. It's not really AOC. All right, we'll see. Okay. There we go. Yep. Big 
Wow. AOC put out a new music video. Apparently. <laughs> did, did Stein had something to do with this? Alex? I, just, uh, I think it was probably Steven Crowder. Because it's that Steven voiceover. Oh, okay. Well, that's But, funny. dude, that was funny. And, uh, and and I'm hearing from my friend Ed that uh, who's watching that there is there is no cooling off period that the railroad is suffering a, a slowdown or what they call a stoppage on that Friday is is it as far as CSX goes Friday's Friday's it it's 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 done so just remember where CSX is everywhere there's everywhere. a major port CSX is there yeah. CSX does both truck and boat it. Uh, it's going to be Dude, bad. Savannah Port's going to be. Shut the fuck down. Seriously. Yeah. Peace. I mean, there's literally an entire yards of CSX trucks, like, yep. Right next to the ports. Wow. Yep. Um, play, play Joe. Because he, he corrected himself. It's not 120 years. Oh. It's even better. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I love it when it's even better. I know. We're gonna we might have to make a clip out of this one. This one might be a new one. Yeah. I say it's some of my colleagues have been around a long how long we've been fighting pharma. How long we've been taking on these interests. From the time I got to the Senate seven hundred and twenty years ago. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm serious, think about it. Seven hundred and twenty years. He read his teleprompter wrong. He read the what? one as a seven. <laughs> Holy Fuck me running. Okay. Um, Joe, the country's not been, we've not had a Senate for seven. Were you in the Roman Senate 720 years ago? Maybe he really is an Elohim and he was in the Roman Senate 720 years ago. Maybe, maybe he killed Caesar dictator. And that's where he got the playbook from in the first place. That could be. Maybe he's Brutus. That could be. (laughs) He's definitely gay enough to be Brutus. Okay, play the last clip. We're going to finish out with a feel good one. And and I know you said you were talking about football, and I can't even believe that I'm playing this clip right now. However, okay, it wasn't all fist fights at the football games. There was a feel good moment. Let's see what she's talking about. Okay. NFL fans at MetLife Stadium joined together to sing the national anthem Sunday as the U.S. honored those who were lost in the 9-11 terrorist attacks. One America's Caitlin Sinclair has more. We don't cover sports here at the network, but our team felt the need to highlight something very special that took place during this past weekend's Jets versus Ravens game. In case you missed it, it was an opening worth watching and hearing.
Ravens fans set aside their football rivalry and stood in unison to sing the national anthem. NYPD officer Brianna Fernandez led the singing of the Star Spangled Banner in East Rutherford, New Jersey, only about 13 miles west of Ground Zero. Anyway. Gives you goosebumps. I'm impressed that that many people knew the words to the Star Spangled Banner. Makes you feel good, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Holy shit. So. It does give you a good. A good feel good vibe. So. Cheerful. Yes. Feel good. Um, Truth, I have the story that uh, the Royal Guard collapsed where the queen is currently lying. Um, What's that? Yeah, Royal Guard collapsed. See. Vaccinated? Yeah, of course. They're all required to be vaccinated. Yeah. Um, and actually, let me let me finish up with this one too, because we listened to a clip yesterday, and I just i i want to uh, i want to fact check this dude because the clip we listened to yesterday, the guy said that Herschel Walker is refusing to date Raphael or to to date to debate Raphael Warnock. Correct. You remember that? Yeah. No, no, that's not true. And this is Savannah local news. And I know this because the debate's happening in Savannah and we'd seen yep. this before and it's confirmed. Because we're going to go to it. Correct. Uh, Warnock's campaign sent us a statement that says in part, someone had to put an end to what Herschel Walker's game. And today, Reverend, Reverend Warnock showed again why he is the best person for the job, blah, 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 blah. Agreeing to Walker's preferred debates or Georgians would have at least one opportunity to see the clear choice they have in the election, which of course is it's a very left-leaning um, place. But um, Herschel Walker responded with a video on Twitter Wednesday morning. In the video, he said he has agreed to debate me on October 14th in Savannah, Georgia. I'm looking forward to it. I will see you then. Now you get the chance to tell us why you voted with Joe Biden 96% of the time. God bless. So that newscaster last night was full of shit. Herschel Warnock, or Herschel has not refused to debate Warnock. In fact, Herschel uh, proposed they challenged Warnock to a debate in Warnock's hometown of Savannah. Yep. Where they hate him. Um, Correct. But <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, since, since you brought up the story before we get out of here, um, a Royal Archer collapsed as the queen's coffin was carried out of St. Giles cathedral before her final journey back to London and the Royal company of archers, they, um, they'd been standing outside the cathedral waiting to march alongside the queen's coffin. And one of the members had a wobbly moment, started swaying from side to side before collapsing into his colleague. Uh, three other archers rushed to his side as his company continued with their ceremonial duties and bagpipes continued to play. Apparently he got very dizzy. Um, it happens sometimes. Yeah. You know, when, when you had like four jabs. Yeah. Um, I mean, you'll have that on those big jobs. Primarily just the big ones. Yeah. So he can be seen holding his cap between his hands as the coffin was laid in the hearse before being driven up the Royal Mile. Uh, the Royal Company of Archers are the Queen's official bodyguards whenever she was in Scotland. They will now serve as the King's Scottish bodyguards. Not if they're not healthy and fit. Um, me, but uh, they're, they're <laughs> King Charles pissed a bunch of people off today. Yeah. The Royal Staffers are livid and shaken after learning that they're going to get fired when King Charles moves. He's moving out of Clarence house because he's moving into Buckingham palace. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, they're closing Clarence House down and all of his people that have, you know, worked for him, served him, been alongside his family, kept his secrets, know all his secrets for decades. Will continue to operate and have those jobs. No, no. They're all getting fired. They're getting their pink slips. Yeah. Ooh, we're about to have a new round of fucking. They're, they're getting. You're gonna they're sell getting, all the secrets. Getting, and you know when they found this out? During a church service for Queen Elizabeth on Monday. Yeah. They got notice during a church service for the late Queen. Wow. Anyway. So, yeah, fun times. Um, so much for getting the royal treatment. That, that's ridiculous. It's a bold move. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. See how that works out for you. Definitely a bold move. I'm not even gonna fuck. I know. Around. I don't even know if that's gonna work. So, all right, we're gonna get out of here because uh, this, this is, this is getting, this is annoying. This is ridiculous. So, all right. So, uh, either way, we'll be back tomorrow night, six yep. p.m. East, uh, Eastern Standard. Uh, tomorrow night we have. No, tomorrow is. Tomorrow's Thursday. Tomorrow we have Dr. Saeed. Yeah. Dr. Saeed. Yeah. I don't know what day it is. Yeah. Uh, I do have a win for you still, um, which we'll get to tomorrow night. And this is a really big one. Um, Okay. Huge win for you, actually. Well, that's good. I'm sure it'll be COVID related and we'll talk about it with Dr. Saeed. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So either way, uh, be back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And hopefully I got the whatever issue is going on right now resolved. Normally I do. I'm pretty good about that. Yep. Uh, We will uh, talk to you all then. Uh, For the Mick. And VLAN. Have a great night, fuckers. Thanks for watching. And hopefully I can get out of here with uh, nary an issue. Maybe it'll work. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll see. Later, fuckers. Bye. From the woods to the plate Ain't never went hungry Ain't never too late To come around here Sun running your mouth You can fuck around and find out You can fuck around and find out You can't make it through the snakes Snares and alligators But once you get to the gate You can't depend on your waiters Cause you'll be over your tater I'm talking growing tomatoes Feeding the worms I fish with later I'll have a fish stick over a six-foot grave Before I take a knee As our hand to play My hands on my heart I stand on what I say And my second amendment Handles what I can I ain't trying to be Billy badass Or talk shit I'm just saying There's the lie Don't cross it I got a red rod gun When I was three So I don't Run or hide from anything Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue Color boy from the south You can fuck around and find out Love my freedom, fuck the welfare, now I don't need them Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late To come around here, sun running your mouth You can fuck around and find out Oh, Jay You can fuck around and find out
they looking for me well they know where to find me i'll be half drunk strapped up in a white i can show you if it's needed when you see it you'll believe it if you don't love it you can leave it michael jackson you can be F-A-F-O-I-T-G, how this game go? Different joints, same smoke, wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud, with a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirt South With a truck seat eye, and he straight pipes loud Land of freedom, double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking, fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom, fuck the welfare, now I don't need em. Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. To come around here, sun running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. You can fuck around and find Serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious DVD.